Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, everybody. Happy Juneteenth Day. Hope you're having a great Monday. Hope your weekend was fantastic. Sandy Max is here. So is Greg Matzik. Debbie Lazica has got your roads. Adam Roberts is producing the show this afternoon. Let's get to it. This is the three. At three on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. All right, Sandy, where do we start? Titanic fans under the water are missing. This is a terrifying story. So tourists can get on this little submersible device and go see the wreckage of the Titanic. They pay $250,000 a piece. And now a rescue mission is underway to try to find the tourists. Their submersible has not been seen or heard from since yesterday. The U.S. Coast Guard is searching for a lost Titan submersible. There are assets from Canada that are on the ground as well. And the Coast Guard says five people are on board, one crew member and four of what they call mission specialists. Those are the tourists. Advertising for the submersible says it has enough life support to keep people alive for 96 hours inside this little submersible, meaning rescuers have about 60 hours left to find it. Now, that's assuming that it doesn't have a hole in it and isn't sitting on the bottom of the ocean. Mm. The Titanic sank on April 15th, 1912, after, of course, hitting that iceberg on its maiden voyage from England to New York City. We will keep you updated on this situation as we head through the afternoon. The search is on. Fingers are crossed. Yeah, that is terrifying. It sure is. What's next? Record heat in the southern U.S. impacting over 30 million Americans. ABC News Chief Meteorologist Ginger Z says the stifling heat will last well into this week. This is day eight for a lot of people, so we need this ridge to break down. It is getting dangerous. San Antonio hospitals have already seen heat-related illnesses on the rise, and the people check it in for it. Looks like Houston goes through at least Thursday, and then things start to cool down. And by cool down, I mean feel like 100 rather than 110. It is hot, 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 and this is at a place where they're used to heat. It's Texas, but they are shattering records. This weekend in some cities in Texas, they broke the old record for heat by five full degrees. Usually when a record's broken on any given day, you break it by a degree or Mm -hmm. two degrees because we've been keeping records for so long. They are killing it. In some places down there, it's going to feel like 125 degrees. And no power. And no power for large swaths of the impacted area. No air conditioning. Dangerous. Just very, very dangerous. All right. What's the third thing? Today is Juneteenth, a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans. And in Milwaukee, the celebration has plenty of history. 101.7 The Truce, Telly Hughes, told Wisconsin's Morning News he hopes more people take time to learn about the holiday. There's so much more to the story, and uh, I encourage people to try to get educated on it. It's not just some made-up holiday that just came up about two or three years ago. It has a deep history. We're going to dive into that history as we head through the afternoon. It was on this date in 1865, two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation that enslaved Americans in Texas were finally told that they are free. Milwaukee with a loud, 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 uh, proud history, I should say, a proud history of celebrating this, the oldest celebrations in America. The Truth, 101.7 The Truth is there on the ground. Our guy, Tori Lowe. From the Tory Lowe Show will join us coming up at 445 to take us inside some of the local history, national history, and the flavor of what's happening here in Milwaukee today. Such an important day. Tory will be with us coming up at 445. Coming up next on WTMJ, new flights added from Milwaukee. 
And what's that white powder in Kansas? We'll be right back. American Airlines continues to expand at our airport. This is really great news for the airport. New nonstop flights from Milwaukee to Washington, D.C. start in October, and they're flying to Reagan National Airport, which is the most convenient airport if you have business actually in the city. It's very cool. It's right near the memorials, right near the monuments. If you're there on the National Mall, you see the planes fly over, and they fly basically right over the Lincoln Memorial before landing in the heart of the city. So American will have flights twice a day, both directions, daily, from Milwaukee to Washington, Reagan, They also announced just recently that starting in November, they, American Airlines, will fly direct from Milwaukee to Miami. So we talk a lot about airline service on the show. And American Airlines currently flies to five places nonstop. Now you can make it seven. What's the timing of the D.C. trips? October. Doesn't that seem a little late? Like, it seems like right now would be the time to launch that. You know what I mean? I I don't know. Miami, great. (laughs) Perfect time for winter. But it's going to be year-round. So I do maybe, like that. That's great. Maybe they could only work out, you know, they couldn't get the gates open, availability or whatever. But uh, it's going to be cool. Both those locations, two flights a day. That's cool. No, I, I take that back. D.C., two flights a day. Miami, the nonstops are not quite that frequent. But you'll be able to fly nonstop to Miami. So, good stuff. I kind of wonder what that has to do with the upcoming elections, considering Wisconsin is such an important state, as is all the, as are all the states. Mm. But uh, just interesting, mm. it might be more travel back and forth yeah could be could be hey let's get alex stone on the line abc's alex stone's been covering an interesting story as we pivot here 90 letters mailed to kansas public officials containing a white powder alex what do we know about this well the the number's gone up to 100 today uh, wow. over 100 so uh, more have arrived today um and they don't know they the fbi and others uh, they're trying to track down who's sending the letters why from where are they sending them that they arrived on beginning on friday to mainly the the homes of mainly uh, Republican lawmakers in Kansas. So somebody did homework, not to the state capitol, not to an elections office, um, but to the, the the private homes of the the attorney general and the lawmakers and some other public officials. We've talked to a few of them. State Rep. Uh, Tori Marie Blue, she got one, and she tells us. It was just in your typical letter envelope, and at the very bottom of it, you could feel that it was very thick. Thick because of the, the powder uh, in it, and the, the messages have been described as being cryptic. They've arrived, uh, again, mainly at, at home. So on Friday, the, the lawmakers say that they went to their home mailbox, opened it up, didn't think anything about it, opened it. The powder went all over the place. One, at least one of them, had a bogus return address of a church and the name of a transgender woman murdered in 2021 as the uh, return uh, name. Most of them, according to the, the lawmakers, have had no clear message in them, no clear point. Very cryptic, but they've all had the white powder folded up in them. This is uh, State Rep. Stephen Owens. He got one as well. They were definitely very methodical and very thoughtful. This was very intentionally meant to get lawmakers to open this letter. And John and Sandy, so far, the the white powder has come back as being not dangerous, not a biological agent, not an explosive, but clearly meant to send a message. The the concern being of you send a hundred of these that are not dangerous. What if you send one that is? So they've got to test all of them to figure out, uh, you know, are they're trying to get people to let their guard down and then uh, send one that, that is dangerous. Uh, the lawmakers in Kansas are being told to be vigilant. We got a, a, to read a letter today from the uh, Republican leadership in Kansas to members saying they, they know this is stressful, uh, but who's sending it and why, they don't know yet. 
So the messages have been described as cryptic. Do they have a point? Do they have a motive? Do we know who's being they targeted? Do, no, they don't. They don't seem to have any of that. Uh, you know, they've talked about chopping the heads off of d- different things. I mean, it, it hasn't made a whole lot of sense at all. And uh, they, they are tight. Uh, that so far, they don't have any identifiable information on them. But they're going to do forensic testing, figure out DNA, fingerprints, anything like that. The the postmark on at least one of them. Is from Kansas City, so it could be relatively local. Uh, or did somebody drive there to, to drop them off? Uh, they don't know. Uh, one more for you. Senator Molly Baumgartner, she got one telling there us. There is some message. The message is somewhat unclear, but it was intended to be threatening. And she said about her letter. Whoever sent this, you know, spent the time to look up addresses. It now appears that return addresses aren't for actual individuals, but they are actually addresses for churches. And they want to put a close to it. Uh, now people aren't opening them up uh, because Friday they didn't know, Saturday some still didn't know as they randomly went out. Now by Monday, anybody who would be in that position to get one, they, they know don't open it up, uh, but the letters are going up. Now the question, though, is are there more out there that weren't delivered by Friday or today or Saturday? Uh, and that, that are still in the mail system, maybe, and they're, uh, they're searching the mail system right now. Alex, it's such a violation to get that at your own home, even if you're a public official, but also messing with the mail. It's a federal offense, and I'm reminded of that case back in 2018 where the man sent inoperative pipe bombs to different politicians, and by the time he was sentenced, even though it was determined that he purposefully didn't make those bombs to be operative it was still an intent and he got 20 years in prison for that oh yeah no, this is uh, this is a crime even if it's not anthrax or some other kind of biological agent it is a uh, crime that whomever is is doing it would spend if they're caught a long time in in federal prison it would be a, a federal crime the fbi leading this right now and you think back to 2001 and the anthrax letters Nobody was ever caught in that. There were a lot of people they suspected had something to do with it who worked in labs and in other places, but they, they never figured out who actually did it. So this is tough to do. If there is no evidence in these letters in the form of DNA or fingerprints or you know something else, uh, a real address on them, then you drop it off at a you know one of those blue mailboxes in the middle of nowhere uh, where there's no cameras around. How did they find this person? They're, they're trying. They're working on it right now, but uh, it can be tough. And, Alex, we know the reporting is that the white powder is not dangerous. Do we know what it is? We don't know what it is. Uh, they, they likely do. They've been doing testing on it, uh, and it takes some time. So you know, with 100 of these, how many of them they've actually gone through, we don't know. Um, but all we know is, is it flour? Is it something else? Uh, unclear, but but they say not a biological agent, not an explosive. Beyond that, we don't know. ABC's Alex Stone with us from Los Angeles. Alex, thank you so much. You got it. Thanks, guys. The world can be a messy place. Yep. And we at Wisconsin's Afternoon News think it could do with a little more nice. 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 No, that's nice. Say something nice to me. This is Something Nice on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. I got something nice by a whole family near Watertown. Oh, yeah? What do you got? Oh, yeah. Multi-generational blood donors. Wow. Yes. Ed and Joanne Schmidt have been regular blood donors since the 1970s. (laughs) That's awesome. Rolling it into their lifestyle all the way back in the 70s. They donate blood as often as they can, and you can donate usually every 12 weeks. 
Ed Schmidt has surpassed his 25th gallon milestone oh my of donation. Gosh. Wow. <laughs> That's those pints add up since the seventies. <laughs> uh and his wife Joanne has given close to four gallons, which is still impressive, but sounds like nothing after twenty five, right? Twenty five <laughs> gallons of blood? Twenty nine gallons between the two of them That's since amazing. the nineteen seventies. And they inspired their three adult children and their spouses who also donate regularly. So there's two generations. And the third generation last year, their teenage granddaughter Gabrielle. Started donating oh, blood. Oh, that's cool. You have the Schmitz to thank for how many how many lives does twenty nine plus gallons of blood save? Yeah, I'm not great at math. But Hundreds, that's a lot. but it's really wonderful. So Joanne Schmidt, she said, her quotes are that we have always been motivated to donate blood for our family and friends. And years ago, her mother had pancreatic cancer, and she watched her have dozens of blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. And Joanne says it gives you a very warm, satisfying feeling just thinking your blood went to help save another person's life. And if anyone's ever in doubt of donating blood, they should just think about all the lives they could be helping. It doesn't take very long. It's painless. You should never hesitate to give. The Red Cross is such a wonderful organization that does so much for so many people and families who are in need. This world is such a better place with the help from the Red Cross. So uh, think about the Schmitz from the Watertown area of Wisconsin, making it a family affair and donating, because that's what we're doing. Yeah, WTMJ we are. cares. So let me give you some math really quick before oh. you tell people how they can help. Yes, so sir. 29 gallons, there's eight pints in a gallon. Yeah. So that's 232 pints. Mm-hmm. And you save three lives, we said, for yes. each pint potentially, right? Yes. So that's almost 700 lives. Lives touched. That just them. From one family. Touched. Wow, that's amazing. Yay. That's remarkable. That, that does kind of give me goosebumps, I'm going to tell you, because it, this is one of the reasons that I wanted to host or help partner on a blood drive because raising money, we all get asked in a lot of ways and money goes to really help mm-hmm. for really great causes. And this is just a different twist. I'm, oh, what do you want? Blood? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you join us for a three day blood drive next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the Milwaukee County Zoo, partnering with the American Red Cross and Gruber Law Offices, WTMJ.com. You can go right there. You can schedule your appointment. Uh, you can also Text the word BLOOD, B-L-O-O-D. Text that to 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank talk and text line. If you text the word BLOOD to 855-616-1620, we text you a link right back. Open it up. Yeah, schedule that. We still have appointments available. There are about 30 appointments available on Monday, about 60 appointments available on Tuesday, and 85 appointments available on Wednesday. This is the American Mm -hmm. Red Cross's biggest blood drive. We are thrilled to partner with them. And uh, John's done the math. That's a lot of lives That's you can amazing. save. Yeah. yeah. I'm really amazed is. that each pint you donate is potentially three lives. Sure. That's remarkable. Because of the different ways that hospitals can use it. Please text BLOOD, B-L-O-O-D, to 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talk and text line. If you, Like I said, it, we want to make it convenient and easy for you. 9 till 3, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. And guess what? You get bonuses. Not only do do you get the cookies and juice Uh after you donate your blood, Uh you get same-day admission to the zoo and free parking. So maybe bring a friend, bring your family, make it a family affair. Exactly. Spend the day at the zoo plus a pair of Summerfest tickets while supplies last. That's fantastic. And there are health benefits to you when you donate, too. There are. There are. uh, It's good for your heart. It's good for your liver. It's good for the organs in your body. The research has shown that you cycle through that blood in your own body, mm-hmm. it's good for you. There's real health benefits. I am A positive. If you don't know what your blood type is, guess what? You'll find out when you go. If it's your first time, <laughs> come on in. Try it. 
Try it. I think you'll like it. I will be there for most uh, of each of those days. Uh, and if you are one of those people who used to give blood or haven't given blood in a long time, come on out. We welcome you back. And the nurses are there. They're in a good rhythm. They'll take good care of you. They make it easy. They really do. And John, what's your blood type? Have you forgotten? Are we, are we Remember, still stumped you? I, I don't know. I need to go because then John, I'll know. will you come with me? Come right? with me on Monday. I might go out there with you. I would love that. I've been listening to you, and I am inspired. This is the potential to do so much good work for so many people. Well, and you've been I'm around. I'm glad you're doing this. We'll, we'll talk about your honor flight trip, but you know, think about yeah. how much blood is needed in emergency yeah. situations and just in regular hospital situations. And I used to donate blood. I don't have any reason not to, other than at some point I just kind of stopped doing it and... I need to start Look to do at it that. again. We can make it convenient and get it right in. Yep. Get it right in. Please text BLOOD, B-L-O-O-D, to the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620, or get the information on our website at WTMJ.com. And join us, because WTMJ cares about you, too. So as you know, I'm on the board of directors for Stars and Stripes Honor Flight. And all the time on the board, we talk about Honor Flight magic. Things that are just magical and special for our veterans and their families that happen that are really hard to explain. I want to tell you this amazing story that happened. There was an honor flight this past Saturday, 65 veterans and their guardians. We flew them to Washington, D.C. early in the morning. So at the last minute, I say the last minute, within sight about a week of the flight, a World War II veteran decided to go on the flight. Our president, Karen Relke, had been trying to get this veteran on a flight for a very long time, and they're humble, and they're reluctant, and finally he decided to go. So a 99-year-old, actually closer to 100, he's almost 100, decided to go on the flight, and he's well enough to go on the flight. This guy has been around so long and had such a blessed life that he's outlived most of his family. His wife is gone, his children are gone, his brothers and sisters are gone. It's just him. I'm going to use the name Gary, because I want to protect his privacy. So Gary's it. Gary goes on the flight. Gary knows that he has a granddaughter that he hasn't seen in over 50 years. At the same exact moment that we're planning to take Gary on the flight, unbeknownst to any of us or to Gary, his granddaughter, who I'll call Jenny, is looking for grandpa. Through a series of weird family events, she has not been in touch with him for a very long time and doesn't know where he is. And she lives on the East Coast. So Jenny is looking desperately for her grandpa that she knows she has and doesn't even know if he's alive and probably thinks it's a long shot because he's almost 100. But she needs closure and she wants to track down grandpa, or at least grandpa's story, she believes. So she's searching. She hires a private investigator. It gets to be Wednesday, a couple days before the flight. And one of the things we do on the honor flight is we collect love letters from family members that we give to the veteran. I love you. Thank you for your service. I'm proud of you. You know, that sort of thing. So because this guy doesn't have family, we don't have a nice stash of letters to give to him. So what we do in these situations is on our Honor Flight Facebook page and social media platforms, we put out the call. We're taking Gary, a 99-year-old World War II vet. If you would like to send him some support, write a letter and we'll get it to him. And we collect the letters. The private investigator hired by Jenny, the granddaughter, is working his butt off and sees on our social media post Gary's name and calls up Jenny and says, oh, my gosh, I think I found your grandfather. And I think he's going on an honor flight out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and coming to Washington, D.C. And are you, Jenny, are you sure it's my grandpa? I think it is. It's everything you described to me. So Jenny, the granddaughter, gets in touch with us. 
and says, is it okay if when you land in Washington, D.C., I meet my grandpa? And of course we say, oh my, I absolutely, if, if he's open to it. So we fly out to Washington, D.C., and we get off the airplane, and we get on the buses. We are on beautiful buses all day with our heroes as we tour them around the Capitol. And Jenny decided to meet her grandpa at the Lincoln Memorial, which is where we make one of our stops. So we get off the airplane, and Gary's having a really good day. But he's 99 years old and doesn't have any family that he's aware of. Jenny shows up at the Lincoln Memorial, and we get off the bus, and we wheel Gary, who's in a wheelchair, around the corner. And Jenny is there. And she hasn't seen her grandpa since she was three years old. And she's now 55. Gary doesn't know that his granddaughter is even alive. Thinks he has no family left. Just hasn't talked to her at all. And this moment where they met and they came together was absolutely, unbelievably incredible, raw, tender. A guy almost 100 years old who thought he had just himself in the last days of his life has a loving, doting granddaughter who showed up with her husband there to welcome him, to hug him, to just say, I love you, and I'm proud of you, and I can do a little better than sending you a letter. And it was this incredible, magical moment, and there they were, standing on the mall, where democracy was born, where the flags are flying that Gary fought for and under, and he's with his granddaughter, who he hadn't seen in over 50 years. It's just amazing. Tears. Oh, yeah. Lots of tears. And not just for those two. <laughs> That's what I would figure. It when was, you're witnessing yeah, something that intense and reconnective. Yeah. Honor flight magic. That, wow. that just takes the whole experience to a different level. Mm-hmm. Right? For those who are on honor flight, even even some of the tough old veterans who say, ah, I know what this is all about. Yep. They, they come off the airplane just in tears. Right? They're just so overcome with the day and the return. And then to add that... Amazing. It just what I mean, that is that is a year's worth of emotion packed into a twenty hour period. Yeah. So I'm working on trying to get the granddaughter to come to Milwaukee and to hang out with grandpa. And if that happens, we're gonna be part of that. That would and be we're gonna wonderful. bring that to you. The other weird coincidence, mm-hmm. she's looking for grandpa all over the place. She lives in Washington, DC. Wow. <laughs> so the private investigator says, I found your grandpa, and he's flying here he's to coming your to hometown. You. <laughs> yeah. And so she was there. Special delivery. Yep. Got a special Careful delivery Careful what you for wish you. for. Here it comes. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's a magical. You could, that's a novel. Like You can't make that up. Yeah, it's not you know? incredible. I mean, you can, but, uh, but to know that that's powerful and real and that the emotion rippled through everyone, and it's so hopeful. Yep. It's so unexpected and hopeful because there have to be other veterans who are listening, who have flown with you on the Stars and Stripes Honor Flight, who do feel that sense of loneliness and, yep. and do feel like they, for as respected and honored and for what they've contributed to society, still feel that sense of loneliness. And yeah. wow, to know that ne- tomorrow they could find out that they do have family members yeah. that love them, and care of them, and are looking for them. Yeah, you're right. Super cool. So I just wanted to share that little story with you. And I will also add... That's a big story. That's not a little story. <laughs> if you have a veteran who's not been on an honor flight and they served in the Vietnam era or further back, so from 1975 back, we would love to get them on an honor flight. Please sign them up. It's so easy. It's free for them. 
starsandstripeshonorflight.org is the website. Starsandstripeshonorflight.org. There's an application there. It's easy. We would love to honor the veteran in your life. So starsandstripeshonorflight.org. It is 